Today is Thursday, May 20th, and you are listening to and watching episode five of Uniform Exchange. Welcome to all 135 of our viewers who are watching and or listening at home, and welcome to the group, to episode five in Uniform Exchange, where we present the best, the worst, and honestly, the most interesting happenings in the weird, wacky, wild world of sports business, which, as you guys know, leads to sports, which leaks into whatever we think is interesting. I'm Michael Myers. As always, I'm joined by my esteemed panel from Team Marketing Report, Chris Hartweg, the hey. big sports guy, Josh Kyles, and the Happy marketing haircut. guy. Happy haircut. Yeah, that's coming. Huh? And the marketing man from Goose Island, Mike Smith. Number Welcome two dad. Number two dad. I'm, I'm humble. You know, there's so many number ones out there. I see him everywhere I go. I'll gladly take trying. number two. He's not even trying to go for number one. <laughs> I was going to ask who the number one dad was in your house, but I'm assuming that's you. It is confusing. It is. <laughs> Well, before we get started, we typically start things off by asking if anything crazy has happened in our worlds in the past week. I threw my back out, so I'm hey old. Uh, you, tell me you're old okay? without telling me you're old. Uh, yeah, no, we'll be good. Yeah, it's been you, uh, it just you rolled. Is that how you hurt your back? You rolled. I rolled. No, I said tell around? me you're old without telling me you're oh. old. No, no, I know. Uh, how did you? Know, how did you? How did you tweak? Your That's the great thing old. about getting old, Chris. Is you just sometimes don't know. Did you sleep uh, funny? I know I you know how. Mattress. Well, you know, no, it wasn't. I mean, no, because it started hurting before I fell asleep on a particular night. I had built a fence, tore down and built a fence. Why are you doing Tuesday? Because it saves about thirty five hundred dollars to do it yourself, as opposed to have the condo association hire out to come in and do it. And you. because I can. As you can, you build a deck. I've seen your deck. I've seen you build a deck. So listen, you different understand. show. We can talk about my nice deck. All right. Yeah, yes. you know, I, I, I can't wait till you whip out your deck. It's so, huge, Michael. <laughs> Michael, yeah. I also i i tweaked my my butt. Buttocks. I, I can tell you're about ready to say that. How oh, do you man. pull your? How do you pull a butt? That's how you tell you're old. You reach over to to uh, reboot the. Uh, Wi-Fi pod booster, and uh, suddenly you, oh God, I, that hurt. That's what bringing happens. in the young oh. viewers tonight, guys. Really, <laughs> like loading it up. Hey, I got a, I got a dad trick for you. Instead of bending over to reset the router, just go down in the basement and flip that circuit breaker off. <laughs> that way, you don't have to bend over. Everything in the house. Shuts Everything off. in the really? house shuts right. off. The kids are like, "What it's happened a... to the Wi-Fi, Dad?" You're like, "Go to sleep." Yeah, shut your pie. You have to. You have to weigh the cost benefit of walking up and down the stairs. In that case, though, just uh, be careful. See, just be wary that, of that. That's, that's a, a good, good point. point. That's a good point. Yeah. But that, that's like, what's frustrating. Really what's frustrating is when you go all day, and it used to be that when you did something, you said, oh, I think I might have just hurt myself, and then later you find out you did. Now I went through an entire day. Everything was great. I went to my girl's house, went upstairs. I remember everything about that and my back not hurting, and this is eight hours after I build a fence, and then I climb into bed, and I asked her the next day, I said, when did I first complain about this? She said, like at midnight. So there's like a nine-hour delay on me hurting my back? I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. That and is also age, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you it. guys call it age, but you're describing things that I've experienced as an offensive lineman over the years where I just wake up and things are hurting or broken, not broken, but sprained. Or I mean, it's, it's, it's so so either, fat, either fat or old. <laughs> oh, I was, I was going to go with what if you're physical, both? Specimen, physical <laughs> well, specimen. Well, according to my doctor, <laughs> I mean, perfect physique. I don't, I'm not comfortable with perfect physique, but it's a, I guess it's a technical term. I don't know professionally technical term <laughs> is this the doctor that you told us about a couple weeks ago it's the same one it's the same i'd visit. like to Not... i'd like to move on then I'd like you to think move two on. doctors you think two doctors told me i was perfectly this, fit this is coming I mean, this is coming from the same guy who three months ago said he threw out his back because he sneezed wrong so i don't know how to take that either this, this guy sneezes 
He can sneeze very aggressively, though. He can sneeze aggressively. I'll say that. The next part about getting old is memory. I don't remember that. All right. Let's get started with a few. Rack it up, rack it up. I got a Wow. What? That's cool. That came out of nowhere. That came out. That threw out my back. (laughs) So that that makes more sense when you told me that you spent... You spent all day working on the podcast. Now it makes a lot more sense. I spent all day on a five-second video. That was it. That was precious. <laughs> How'd you like that? Really, uh, you blew the, blew you blew the rest of our time. budget from the theme song. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. This week, it was announced that uh, – sorry, I'm pressing a few buttons over here. So I'm, I'm really trying to draw this one out. Too big to derail. Uh, this week, it was announced that AT&T is spinning off it's uh, Warner Media portion and merging with Discovery to form a new major media entity. They would become, after I'm sure months and months of regulatory oversight and figuring out whether or not this thing's going to happen and how it's going to happen, they would become the second largest media entity in the United States. On the behind, does anybody know who number one is? Go ahead, Josh. Uh, is it Disney? It is Disney, only behind Gosh. Disney. Dang, on it. What do I win? Uh, nothing. How do you guys feel about this? You get to go okay. first. Me? Yeah, you. That's what you. I go win. first. Well, yeah. I think it's. Uh, it it kind of made me think about. I think it was in Parks and Recreation uh, where they where they make fun of Chipotle, Exxon, uh, Verizon. It just it, we're going to keep seeing the, all these mergers until it's just one giant company, um, which you know, dis, Disney Discovery. Plus now, technically, technically, this doesn't create any additional companies because one company is splitting and that offshoot is merging with a company that already exists. So technically, we started with two companies, AT&T, Warner Media, and Discovery, and now we have AT&T and Warner Media Discovery. So technically, we still have two companies. Not to, not to. Uh, Isn't this you know. a reverse Murphy trust or something like that for our? Yeah, I don't we know. A, can we afford a whiteboard to like show this next time? <laughs> Like we're we can afford a way right uh personally i think it's any anytime something moves away from at&t and it's one less thing that i have to deal with that involves at&t it's a win in my book mm-hmm. just it's a win they've ruined they've ruined more things than i care to mention direct tv was the most amazing second yes. most amazing company on the planet until it got involved with AT&T. So I, I'm okay with, I, I'm now a big fan of Warner Media Discovery and I don't even know what it is yet. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to see it, at least not short term. Certainly. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference in the States. I mean, to, to your point, the biggest difference might be you spin off there, but they're spinning off DirecTV separately, but is to get them not involved with DirecTV. But uh, yeah, from from everything I'm seeing, it's mostly that it's it's first of all it would be more European with Dis- Discovery owning the Olympic network, and yeah, they're much more a much more commanding presence there. But I mean that could be good news for tying in with their you know Turner Sports and NHL and and um, MLB well, and those packages yeah. to tie it in with the Olympics relationship potentially, but. It certainly will help from a sports business perspective. It certainly will. And I didn't start the clock, guys. Can you believe this? Yes, I All can. All this, and I didn't start the clock. Can we uh, jump it ahead? Yes, we can. Is that, or is uh, that too technical? It's probably too technical. Uh, we're going to ignore it for now, uh, even though the, the – the <laughs> this is we're a professional about, operation, guys. I don't we, know what We're about problem. three minutes yeah. into this segment, if you, uh, if you really brush it up. If, if you do this like eight or nine more times, I'm just going to get really frustrated. Yeah. I, <laughs> I feel like it's already happened. <laughs> and I'm yep. going to make some time yep. up on my two cents on this whole thing, and I'll make it super quick. Here two we go. things. One, AT&T losing a part of its company to merge with uh, the Discovery Channel is a good thing because I've had AT&T for many years as a phone service. And maybe they can, I don't know, focus on what they started with. Fix your damn phone network. Yeah, I doubt that's happening. But you know, they are. Like, it is all about 5G. They're focusing on 5G, and and all these guys are. I mean, from a business perspective, that's what this is. It's AT and T saying we're no longer in the media game. 
since the pandemic hit, high-speed internet is the most important thing to every single human being. And we've been distracted with other, other stuff, not to mention all the debt they took on. They're unloading a ton of debt by doing this. Uh, so it helps their credit score, their credit rating. But uh, yeah, they're going to be focused on 5G. So hopefully, do you have AT&T? Do you really still have AT&T? Oh, yeah. From and a phone perspective? Yeah, and I'm sitting out 5G. I'm waiting for six. Second yeah. point, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, the wow. Discovery merger with uh, Warner. Um, I don't like all these 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 companies peeling off from, from one thing that you can uh, have all your channels that you want. Um, it used to be back in the day you, p- you paid for maybe one streaming movie service. And I'm going to respect you, Michael, and not name it so we, we can wait for the sponsorship there. But mm-hmm. uh, now you have to pay a la carte for everything. The more uh, companies that split off and you have to pay a separate fee to have their certain channel packages, you know it's going to come back to? The good old 2000s where, uh, you know, I know some people who uh, just went on pirated networks. Uh, to watch what they wanted. And that included sports too. Um, I think it's going to push people to start doing that more so than, than have 15 a la carte packages. Um, and that's my two cents on that. So, well, I do think it's funny that uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same you, it, back in the days of, well, I, I heard somebody describing it yesterday that there are lesser uh, subscriber channels on one of these that they feel if they can group these together in order to, uh, convince people to sign up for the service this will get more people to sign up for the service that's that was cable's model we're supposed to be un we're supposed to be cutting the cord cable's entire model was we're going to put all the channels on one network all the one uh, not one network but on one system and all the channels you don't like you have to get them in order to get the one you do it was the entire premise of cable in a lot of ways and now you're seeing the uncording start to redo it because to your point i've got five we may have had this discussion before so i apologize if i'm rehashing it but i have five services i pay more now than when i had a single service and this was supposed to be my a la carte must must be nice having five he's a baller he is loaded loaded i i think Uh, that, that this will create i mean we already talked about it second biggest to disney so I think this is eventually over the years it's going to turn into the biggest competitor for ESPN Plus as far as with the deals that, that Turner Sports already has, NHL, NBA. Chris, I know you mentioned some of the MLB, PGA, NCAA, as well as all the overseas stuff. Um, I saw a couple quotes in a Sportico article that were talking about like a couple of Wall Street guys think that um, think that within the next few years there's going to wind up getting almost – a quarter of the U.S. ad dollars is going to go to discover this new Discovery Turner Sports, whatever they're <laughs> going to wind wow. up calling it. So, um, and the Discovery president CEO basically came out and was like, "Sports, they look at sports as one of the true differentiators in the future of live TV." Because I think we've talked about it before. It's like, what else yeah. is is must TV live besides? Yeah, what was, certainly. What was that? Twenty five percent was that twenty five percent of the sports advertising? Probably the sports advertising dollars. Probably twenty five percent of the entire. Two Wall Street observers said the Warner Media Discovery marriage will create a TV monolith, one that will be the beneficiary of nearly one quarter of all U.S. advertising dollars. That's insane. That's wow. insane. Well, I know it's good for for rights deals for professional and collegiate sports properties because now there's another bidder alive yeah. and well with a lot of money to come after those those rights so well and to that point you know what we didn't really talk about yet was the ncaa tournament which is the now you know turner split with cbs god right Mm -hmm. and can this get charles barkley off the coverage (laughs) please if if that you know what oh no if this merger if this merger gets a guy who watches less college basketball than i watch desperate housewives off the air, then yes, I'm in favor of this merger, regardless of any antitrust that could come from it. Uh, Let's send them to Annapolis. Let's go to Annapolis. Annapolis. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I think I can jump this clock ahead. Let me try. Come on. You can Watch do this. it. Oh, here we go. You can do it. No, I can't. I don't know how. I thought there'd be like a reset button, and there is not. So we're going to let this thing run out 136. We'll start the next conversation, the next topic, and we'll just let it happen uh, and ignore the the gong when it goes off because it does not have anything to do with you guys. 
Uh, all right, next topic, interesting one. And I know, Josh, you are big on this. Uh, this week, the NBA Institute, its first ever play-in tournament, playing game scenario, whatever you want to call it. Uh, for those that don't know, in the fastest way possible, at the end of the season, one through six in each conference is automatically in as the one through six seed. Seven, eight, nine, and ten are competing for the seven, eight seed. Seven plays eight, nine plays ten. The winner of the seven, eight game becomes the seven seed. The loser has to play the winner of the nine, ten game to see who becomes the eight seed. Uh, what do you guys think? It hasn't got me watching any more NBA than I already wasn't watching before, but <laughs> right. I, I, I but, second that. But I like the I I like the concept. I I mean I think, um, I, you know, to me I think the 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 best thing you want to do is stop all the tanking, and so if you've got somebody that's close, this is this is uh, putting people even closer to being into a, a, a playoff role or you know, that seventh, eighth team ends up the seventh team loses to the eight and then loses that nine, 10 game. And they're completely out, uh, but they're going to get the worst draft pick uh, out of everybody. Um, I, 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 I mean, I think that that's not, not that the seven would get the worst draft pick uh, because they should be in the playoffs, but I, thank you. I'm that. done. There that, it is. I'm, it's actually a perfect time because I yeah. was going to cut Chris off anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go for it. No, but actually, because you mentioned tanking and like it's going to take away tanking. One of the big conversations uh, over the last week or a couple weeks as we've gotten closer to the play-in tournament, which I think there's a game going on right now, the Wizards and Pacers, or that might be ending. Yeah. I don't know what the score is. but Got to be close to ending. Um, a lot of, there was a lot of talk saying that teams were tanking. Teams in the two, three, four seeds in the, on the, in the Western Conference were actually tanking. To avoid either to avoid playing the Lakers, should the Lakers get into that sixth seed where they would then play the seven three seed. seven seed? Well, oh, no, it, no. The, the Lakers were in the last game of the year. It was between if oh. Portland would have lost that game, the Lakers would have been, wound up in the sixth seed. So they were saying that the Clippers essentially tanked. They sat Kawhi and Paul George so that they wound up in the fourth seed. So they would have no cho- no chance of huh. playing the Lakers. So there actually did wind up being there was there was some jockeying for position yeah. in like that one through four, but it was kind of a unique circumstance to avoid. And I think also people don't really want to play the Warriors either. That, but that wouldn't have had anything to do with the play-in tournament. Six, seven, eight—they're going to be in that range. You try to jock yourself into position to not face them. The, the play-in tournament doesn't necessarily affect that too much. It just put I mean, it just put a little bit more of a spotlight on that. I believe that. Game. Yeah, I believe that. Um, I believe. But that. the games themselves have been pretty uh, entertaining for the most part. I think it's kind did, of funny. Did you have the uh, over tonight? <laughs> did you see the What's final this? score? I I didn't I I Wiz- didn't get to see the score. Wizards won one forty two one fifteen. Oh my god! Oh, so I wasn't even close. It's I just did, like a college uh, game. Everybody playing defense, playing hard the whole time. Like, but you know they were playing hard. They, they, they probably were, were playing they? defense tonight. How the heck? Were well, they? it's a one-game playoff series, and if you lose, because, you go home. So you because you had Russell, you had Russell Westbrook out there. He wasn't going to let the Wizards lose. We we talked about him last week. He didn't even get a triple double. What a loser! Oh, that's, sucks. He sucks. How do you yeah, have 142 <laughs> points and that be the game you don't get a triple double? Well, he did have 15 <laughs> assists. It was the rebounds that were the problem. What, he had, like, they eight were rebounds. All, like, all the eight shots rebounds. were going in. There Lazy. wasn't yeah. anything to rebound. Yeah, nobody was missing his shot. He went the, team. the one thing I'll say about this playoff structure is I think it's at least heading in the right direction. Um, if you can compare this to baseball and what they did with the one game playoff, really exciting light on the line, you go in and then you have a different structure where it's best of three, best of five, and you get to the best of seven. I have a real problem with the NBA keeping the best of seven series throughout the whole thing. And it bleeds over into uh, the NHL, NHL too. The yep. It's, it's just, it's just too long. And I think earlier on, I think they should shorten these series a little bit so the seasons don't bleed into, you know, uh, damn near August uh, and, yeah. and hurry up, you know, get get to the teams we want to see a little bit faster. I still think you can uh, get the teams uh, narrowed down with a five game series, uh, maybe uh, first off with three uh, and start with one. And I think that well, I can, NHL I can help you sleep easier at night and tell you that <laughs> no one is ever going to let, let less games be played <laughs> because less games is less tickets less and less gate and less, res- yes, less everything, less TV, less advertising. 
They will never play less games. They will play right, more, but, but they will never but, play less. But rather than playing a seven-game series, add another five-game and three-game series. I'd rather have more teams get in. And There's already half the teams in the no, NBA. I know. In, I know. They should just that, pick two teams what, that don't they just make should the just playoffs. Have the exhibition. <laughs> like the entire season is an exhibition, and everyone's in. <laughs> yeah. See, I think Everybody to a certain degree, me in Miami. <laughs> to a certain degree, you're just it is what it is, and they already have half the teams in, so now more than half have a chance. There, there's 16 teams in each side, 15 teams. What is it, 30 or 32 in the NBA now? 30. 30. So there's 15 teams on each side. 67% have a shot at the playoffs going into the two days before the quote unquote playoffs start. That's a lot. You can't go more than that. I mean, are we, are we are we adapting? Sorry to cut you off. Are we adapting the the little league uh, strategies or little league persona now, where everybody gets a trophy? Is that what we're eventually? It appears to, to be. Oh, it appears you know to I mean? be. Here we go. Here uh, we but go. Here's, here's my overarching thought. I think they should play one big round robin tournament, and whoever has the best record gets in the playoffs. Maybe an eighty one or an eighty two game round robin <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Where at the end, the teams with the, the top eight best records are in the playoffs. Okay. Should we split it up? Should we split it up and do like eight from one I would say, yeah, side of the country the, yeah, and eight yeah. from another I side think of the country? That would work. And, and then, then maybe thin. throw some teams in that are like you don't know if they go on the west side or the yeah, east side. Would, and- but at least then you know, like you had 82 games to decide who the best. No, let's, you know what? Let's throw out those 82 games and let's just nail this down to one game. Just one. I think the Major League Baseball thing is stupid, but it what? works and people watch. If I beat you, if I'm nine games ahead of you in the standings and then I look up and now I got to play a one game playoff against you to see who gets to go to the postseason, I think that's really crap because I beat you by nine. You should have to beat me 10 straight games. And if you do, you're in. So it's you know play until you lose, but well, I, I, I don't have a problem wild. when that's when that's between wild card teams, yeah, or, or you know teams. not non division winners. A division winner should not be knocked out. In, no, in and a division winner can't game. be. So so you're right. A division winner can't be knocked out in a one game series. But uh, yeah, I've never been a fan of the one game playoff. I just that's but it's because you can't perform under sense. pressure like that. <laughs> well, my team never oh. has to play in it. The one year it did, they won, so it's cool. It's Shots cool. fired. It's, it's cool. What are you doing, it's Chris? That's right. the tightening sphincter. <laughs> we just we oh. just That's gave what that rating. was. We just gave no more butts. Rating. No more no more butt stuff on universe like, change. Finkter. Minimal what one one butt stuff per episode. This is this is what happens when we go late night. It gets late hot. night. Get this yeah, for those of you for the for the still 139 viewers out there. Uh, we normally come on at four in the afternoon. This is a nine p.m. start Chicago time, seven p.m. San Diego. So you're gonna get some paying? crazy. Where's the budget to pay these people to watch? That's incredible. I'm impressed. We got 132 people on at the delayed time when we haven't even told anybody about the regular time. 139. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I, there's just people surfing for podcasts right now. They see our pretty faces and be like, "These assholes are probably talking about something interesting." <laughs> they probably saw and this. They uh, wrong. Probably saw this. Like, is that guy doing a hand puppet or a sphincter? I gotta stay on. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hey, Mister <laughs> Senor Wences. Senor Wences. I'm losing control. I'm okay now for the next the next Jay! segment. Oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah, the next segment is it a hand or a sphincter? Uh, no, the okay. next uh, the next topic. <laughs> uh, <you laughs> guys are killing me today. Uh, not a broken ladder. Major League Baseball. Do you guys know what not a broken ladder is in reference to? Yes, I do. We, we need a batter. Not a batter. Not yes. a broken ladder. As it turns Good. out, in the illustrious history of Major League Baseball, never has there been more futility at the plate. Uh, the lowest overall composite average, batting average, however you want to say it, in the entire league, in the history, well, since 1968, since I guess they started keeping the stat, or since they, I don't know, since 1968, one way or the other, since That's when they changed the mound height, right? Yeah, that's when Bob Gibson, cha- it, no, it's true, it's true, that's the year Bob Gibson. In, in screening these umpires, oh. <laughs> That's a different topic, uh, but how about oh. the uh, 
Hey, Joe you... West, right? You... Oh, By the God. way, just search Joe West inertia. And that, that's a good article <laughs> that was about, that's the only reason he's going to set a record because he sucks. And yeah. it's just, he's, he's lasted somehow lasted this long. I can't believe he hasn't had a coronary because him, um, Angel Hernandez, there are a few guys. I watched, I had a game the other night with Tom Hallian was the uh, umpire. I don't know if you guys have watched Tom Hallian in a long time. This isn't a slam on Tom Hallian's ball strike calls, but the dude has the best strike out. I mean, he is emphatic. Are you guys familiar with Tom Hallian? Is he the yes comes all the way back? The upper yeah. cut. The, I mean, it's yeah, it's oh, impressive. Yeah. It's, it's the it's the lefty. Yeah. He is, it's, yeah, yeah, it's impressive. But uh, what do you guys think is contributing to this, or how do you feel about it? Does it affect how you watch baseball? Are you enjoying the style of baseball you're watching right now? And do you know why this happened? I mean, at the beginning of the year, they well, they announced they were going to deaden the ball before the season. They raised the seams. This was all open announcements. Clearly, it's had an effect. Well, I think this goes. We 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 have talked about this some. I think um, in in one of the it was one of our highest rated shows in the in the one that that didn't even make it on the air because you had clips in it. The um, (laughs) it's it's called the damn strike zone. Copyright is bullcrap. Yeah, call the strike zone. Get guys swinging now. I'm fascinated by the idea of moving the mound back and I've uh, been reading some, a lot about that. I think on hmm. uh, the athletic guys have been talking about that, that yeah. uh, Dr. Job and those guys have looked at that. It's not really, st- doesn't structurally, uh, uh, doesn't cause more structural damage to a pitcher's arm, I guess. So that's good. But the, the coolest thing that uh, Jason Stark just had something, I think it was today in the athletic that was talking about, the you know testing of the rules. One of the things that they're doing that's totally changing the game at the lower minor league levels is they're limiting the pickoff attempts that pitchers can. You have mm. to step. Every pitcher has to step off, lefties included, to throw to any base. You get in low A, you only get two throws, and a throw a free throw could be stepping off the rubber. And after that, if you don't get the guy out on a pickoff, it's an automatic free base. So they're seeing in wow. Class A, Class A that uh, is up 75% in s- successful stolen bases so far this year. And like in the meantime, MLB is at the lowest it's been since 64. And so you want, you know, some more excitement and getting the guys moving on bases and stuff like that. There you go. Less of this nonsense of stepping off and it's 14 throws over to first base and all that kind of crap. Like get the game moving get the guys breaking off first base, second base. Maybe they're thrown out. Maybe they're not, but at least we're moving along and that doesn't resolve the lower batting averages, but that keeps us, that keeps the game moving. I mean, and, but at least we're talking about what you want to talk about. So that's good. <laughs> I that's think, good. I think that's the batting average. <laughs> Another thing I'm seeing is with, are you seeing, are you guys all seeing how much the baseball's moving this year? I mean, yeah. there's some the pitchers seems, throwing some yeah. sick, Sick thing. Well, we have seven no hitters. We've had seven weeks of Major League Baseball, six and an asterisk, six plus one asterisk. It's a one eight one no hitter per week right now. I feel like it's a safe bet at this point to think that you know what? I think uh Bumgarner would have completed those last two innings. I think we can I think we can just call it a a no hitter. Yeah, yeah, at this point, uh, I, I think that there the the there's there's gotta be some substance stuff with the the tacky um well they've, the pitchers no, are, they've gone the other way with that they're no really supposedly supposed, yeah. supposedly they have yeah i but, think it's the seams honestly i don't think it's i don't yeah. think it's sticky stuff anymore i mean look it may be it could be how do i know uh so you might be right chris you, you very well could be right. i'm over here like defending it like i have some sort of inside knowledge there's absolutely nothing sticky on these balls mm-hmm. uh but but We're i will say baseball, that, right yes <laughs> Well, there, there's oh, one hey, thing. Hey. There's one thing that we know. There's one thing that we know happened. The stitches were raised. We didn't yes, necessarily right. know that there's any sticky substance. I mean, we know there there might be some right. people that like to get away with stuff. Michael Pineda. Um, I mean, look, the ball, the the seams being raised would affect. I would think, obviously, it affects the spin rate and the, and what happens when the ball is thrown because you get a better grip on the seams and it's going to move more. And the seams being raised probably also slow a ball down that's flying through the air. Because it's increasing the resistance yeah. that it's it has. So, yeah, yeah. But look, I, I, all those things true. They all feel like band aid fixes to what drives me crazy about baseball. And I hate the fact one true outcome or the three true outcomes or whatever the term they're using now for 
walk, strikeout, home run, right? The three true outcomes is how they reference those now. I think that is a just a terrible way to reference. I mean, that's there's so many true outcomes. And if we reduce baseball to those three outcomes, it becomes an extremely boring game to watch. If every yep. hitter is going to strike out, walk, or hit a home run, and, and that's as much to blame for these batting averages as, as most anything. I'm sure that all these things we're talking about make a difference. And, yes, Chris, I think there are ways we can tweet the game. But until guys – get back to like, I'm going to hit behind a runner and I'm going to, and, and maybe that makes me sound like an old man, but it gets boring to watch. It gets no, boring it does, to watch but, station. But I mean, station I think that's baseball. on, that's, if that's exactly that three, three true outcomes mentality when guys are drafting players oh. and they're bringing them up through the minors, they're not teaching them. And it's, so it's not like, oh, I'm an old guy that all oh, these kids these days, well, the, the kids are doing what they're told to do. It's the, sure. it's the coaching. Well, the analytics the are telling them stuff. that it's smarter to swing for the homer and barrel the ball than to try and steal second. The reward is not as great. The risk is high. Like all the analytics are telling them this is what they're supposed to do. Analytics, like, yeah, there's got to be a marriage between what analytics say is the best and what's entertaining to watch because you can go full analytics and then nobody's going to watch your damn game. Well, advancing the – I mean, look at what the Cubs have done over the last t- 10 days or whatever when they finally started advancing runners instead of just all trying to hit home runs. Yeah. Well, you can say – you know, I hate to say another Chicago team, but the Sox the same way. I just feel that, uh, you know, from a team that's only hit home runs for so many years and that's what they've only relied on to a team that is, you know, at the bottom of the list for home runs but scoring runs through hitting. Uh, and you got guys, I think, that are adjusting to – uh, what we're seeing in the pitching, you know, you have, if you have a hitter that goes up there and wants to just get a hit, whether it's a slap hit, um, like, uh, Nikki two strikes has been doing ridiculously, uh, you know, changing your stance and your bat when you, in your swing, when you have two strikes, like legitimate and not choking up on the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, but I mean, look, that's it. Like, look at a guy like Rizzo. He can hit a home, he can hit home runs and be a superstar in that end. But like, he We're goes fundamental. Over. He chokes up, and he and he he. I mean, advances Amazing. the guy. Makes sure he right. And like, why don't more guys see that? That that can yeah. you can be a star even if you're doing that kind of stuff. But the game yeah. hasn't been played like that. Uh, but from a few players for so many years. Yeah. No, but it's totally so, right. it's so exciting to see. I, I wish more teams adapted it. More yeah. hitters went up there and it's did a much it more and, exciting brand of baseball, in my yeah. opinion. I think it's just a much more exciting brand of baseball when there's activity on the basis. There's motion. There's line drives. There's hit and runs. There's hitting behind the guys. All those things, putting the ball in play. That is just so much more exciting to watch than swinging for the fences, whiffing, walking. It's just a, gr- I mean, it's just a mud grind. Uh, and for the, as far as the White Sox, <clears throat> it's an unpopular opinion, but their leadership now is a guy that plays that way. A guy mm-hmm. that an old school manager. So that's a very unpopular old school manager right now. We're going to get to that. Uh, next topic. We, uh, we're two minutes behind, but we're going to be fine. We're going to make it up on this one. NCAA. Recent announcement. You guys know how I feel about the NCAA, and they're always on top of things. Um, they've made an announcement that they are setting a hearing. I guess it's a meeting, a hearing on June 21st, June 22nd. Uh, to discuss and potentially, potentially have a vote. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Have a vote on name and likeness. Uh, uh, I have my opinions. I'm going to, uh, Chris, you've been living inside this NIL stuff for a while. What, what's your first thought here? Uh, my first note uh, for, for topic NIL is blah. <laughs> yeah. You I made mean, that now. <laughs> it's a joke. It is a joke. There, the whole you, thing? you really, you really know that the NCA has had all this time to prepare for this. They postpone even having a discussion of it in January, and now, oh well, June twenty, you know, June twenty one to twenty three, we're gonna seems we're like gonna, a good round day. Figured out what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> this is not. I mean, I, I get it, I get it, and that's where I will cut every on every end of this spectrum of some slack is because this is not an easy we've talked about this now yeah. already multiple times that it's not an easy issue but to yeah. not even try to come up with i mean that's the, that's my problem i think it's yours with the ncaa is like where is the friggin common sense kind of approach to some of this stuff that just 
is a way. Well, my problem with the NCAA is that more people don't bring them in in crisis moments to solve their (laughs) issues. That's my biggest issue with the NCAA is that they could do so much more for so many people and they're just not consulted. Mike, Josh, how do you guys feel about this? I just, I just think it's funny that I'm, we're reading this thing on the bottom of the screen, and it says NCAA meeting set for June twenty first, twenty second, ahead of July first state ratification for six states. Ahead, like not too far. Like let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Like, well, I think but you know that's why they chose those days. They're like, <laughs> uh, what's the latest we can do this, but still do it before anybody beats us to ratifying this. Yeah, but but again, <laughs> their heads are so far up there. Mister Senior Winters, they don't. They, they're not gonna. They're not gonna have their shit together in eight days. That they're gonna. Of course pa- not. Right? No, you know what? So, well, how long? Have, how long has the NCAA had to get their shit bet, together now? A hundred years. Their minds, a lot long they're time. thinking that uh, they can't talk about it until that June June date, and then everything comes out, and they have eight days to plan. For that, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> look. They, I'm sure that there are many, many conversations going on behind closed doors, right? I'm sure of it. They don't, you don't have to have a hearing to be talking about something. So I can't, I won't I'm sit here and say sure that. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to sit here and say they're not doing anything because clearly there's no way they're just sitting on their hands. But I think that the, any solution they came up with, they weren't happy with, and they weren't ready to talk about it publicly, and they don't yet know what they're going to do. And there are far too many nuances within this. And there, you're right. There is absolutely no way, Chris, that between now and June 21st and 22nd, they're going to solve all the issues that are facing the NIL problem that's approaching them very, very rapidly when six states, because another state, it came to light. Another state just said they just we became six. I know, Chris, you and I were debating this last time, five, six, seven. It had fallen to five. And now with Maryland saying that on July 1st, it's going to be six. No, uh, I thought Maryland was not actually um, they, they've approved it, but they're, it's not going to go into effect until 2022. I have the as Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, New Mexico and, and then Arizona and then Arizona. That's all right. Arizona. And then Google. Arizona on July. You 24th. just Google Maryland. Google just machine came out with it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, just... I, the, my Google machine said that theirs is effective 2022. <laughs> Google does not sponsor Ask us. Jeeves, if you will. Thank you. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Lycos. <laughs> Send an email to my Alta Vista address. Alta Vista. Alta I like Vista. them all. I just hey, got any. <clears throat> Blow me at hotmail.com, Myers. That's below me. B E L O M E. Below me. Oh, boy. Hey, did you guys we, hear that gong sound? I swear no, I heard it. I did. Or is that just me? That was just no. me banging my head against the wall. No kidding. What are we at right now? 130. There it is. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh man, we could we could have just know, we could have just had that on the screen the whole time. <laughs> Everybody got it. Um, well, at least we can all rest assured that on June 23rd, all questions will be answered, and we'll know exactly what the situation is with NIL across the globe. And uh, Mark Emmert is on this; he's got his crack squad on crack, and uh, they're going to figure it out. Uh, 15 seconds. We finished that topic early. I can't wait. We're going to just count the gong down. I heard Mark Emmert actually told his vice commissioner to just handle all of this crisis and that he's just wa- completely washed his hands of that. I'm just kidding. No leader would ever do that in a crisis. <laughs> that was perfect timing. It was really good. That was really good. Uh, all right. Another interesting story in the world of soccer, because you guys know I'm a huge football fan. Um, Columbus Crew uh, decided to. Josh gives zero shits. He's just, <laughs> he's just out. Gone. He's I'm just not a gone. soccer guy. He's like, I'll be back someday. Hey! So the Columbus Crew, after, hey, guess what? I don't You're know, what is it, 20? <laughs> and that's it. Uh, 25 I years. I should leave more often. We yeah, get, viewers get drop going. to like 10. <laughs> Football. You guys are killing me tonight. I love it. Uh, Columbus Crew, 25 years they've been in business. And they decided to rebrand, and it did not go well. Um, 
Uh, it did not go well at all. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm just going to throw the fact out there. They rebranded. They changed the logo. They changed the name from Columbus Crew to the Columbus SC. And uh, many fan advocate groups had a problem with this, brought the problem, protested, did all the things. And as of Monday, they have, after meetings with these individuals, have re-added the word crew to the name. They have uh, compromised on the logo, I guess you could say. It's still a different yeah. logo, but they've compromised on the logo. And yeah, they, uh, took, the, they took the SC that was in the bottom out and put crew in there. And then they stuck 96 in under the C. I mean, it, I mean, it, kudos to the, to the ownership, uh, Haslam's and, and, uh, Anderson Henderson, whoever the hell else it is that's in that leadership group that they at least admitted it to, you know, and, 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 and pulled the plug on it. Uh, right. it doesn't make sense in the first place. Like it's the same thing that we talked about. There you go. The same thing that we talked about with, um, the uh, European uh, Super League stuff. Like, how do you have, how, you know, with the fan reaction so strongly against it, did you talk to any fans before you did this? Like, well, on top yes. of that, there's some good examples of, um, I think the most recent one that comes to mind is the Seattle Krakens. Like, they had uh, a couple different logos and names that they let the people of Seattle vote on and at least help get them headed in the right direction. And this is even, this is a thousand times more important. And I, I second that uh, where, why, why didn't you hold something or do some kind of vote or poll or anything, show some ideas, get some feedback. And like, then you wouldn't be in this position and your fan base would actually probably like you more for it. Well, what's, well, I mean, for, it's crazy because it's the crew, like the 96 part <laughs> Their their hashtag is, crew 96 right and it's save the crew, crew in 96 yeah, yeah. Save the crew and was save the, the crew kept them was from leaving to austin this, yeah this nordic supporter group is is a is a, is, a, is, a, is the is the largest of the supporter groups they i mean anyway it's yeah, just that, that's blow, it blows was, my mind that's what i was gonna say because they literally you think they would talk to their fans because their fans very very recently showed how important you know, that, that team was to them and to the Columbus community. And yeah, I, I was, I actually hadn't even heard about this until um, you guys just mentioned it. And I had looked up an article earlier. I'm like, they really like that. It's like something that the, the executives in the soccer world are drinking right now. That is just like, let's make brass decisions well, without consulting any fans. Well, and they're doing it like, Dropping the crew name, it was actually a unique name that people had all embraced. And now you're right. just going to become Columbus SC. And part of the explanation was this is what helped them with their international marketing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio MLS team is going to so tear it up. Are you telling me Chris is not holding low, back tonight? He is not. That's back how low tonight. the Super League has gone. That they've now they're now courting Columbus Crew to join the Super <laughs> League. <laughs> Columbus <laughs> Crew. Can I just <laughs> say something? Connected the dots. Yes. Can I? The, it, it, I'm a. I had not. I had not looked at this, but in doing a little research on these logos and seeing the original crew, I had no idea that they did like a minute work Charlie Sheen thing <laughs> for their first logo. Like I've <laughs> oh, never yeah. seen a sports logo like that. Yeah. Never sassy. in my entire Probably life. Have I seen that sassy and sassy. then I'll, I'll add to that. It's been He's 25 the years. Sassy sandwich. Is the 25 years. And there've already been three rebrands of the logo. That's well, like, that's a, well, that could look be. at the fire. The fire had to immediately rebrand with that. Yeah. Stupid crown thing that God. it just, the, uh, it just that's, that's you guys are very frustrated tonight and just 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 gotta get it out. <sighs> I gotta get it out. But if you look at it like we've got Chris Mad Dog Hartwig on the call tonight, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, here uh, we have two minutes left in this topic. So let me say this. All the all three of you seem to be in agreement that the team should have done some sort of outreach and addressed this and had a conversation with their fans. Yeah. I personally, I, I'm on, I'm, I'm on the fence. Like if, if I own a, a team, I should be able to do what I want, but if there's backlash, we're in a, definitely in a time when there's backlash and you really have to keep everybody happy. It was never going to work. So I think in today's day and age, you kind of have to do what you guys are saying. Michael, who, Michael, who pays, who pays your bills? If you own the team, who's making you money? The fans. Oh, sorry. I gave Thank you that you. business one Oh one. 
but uh, I'll send you the but bill later. I'm just trying to think of the last time the St. Louis Cardinals altered their logo and did a survey before they did it. They don't. Hey, no since, one. That's not a since, thing. Uh, since you just mentioned the St. Louis Cardinals and we're moving yeah. on to the next topic anyway. Well, well we still have I, a minute in 23. <laughs> I wanted to just – are we, the, I, I really, I got this live update. I'm, I'm hearing in my ear right now. Oh, Albert Pujols, Albert Pujols has hit his first home run as a Dodger. Do you care Good to for comment? Him. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Can we good, see your face larger, know. please? Good, good. You want to see my face larger? Baseball. Good for him. Good, okay. good for Can him. I- can I get the oh, lie detector yeah. on right now? <laughs> you know, that's not what you said when we were talking on the phone the other day, pal. It wasn't uh, because when it first Let me pull came up out, the text messages that there I has been some more information that's come out since that conversation. I'll be this is this is true. That is, thank you for being fair. Uh, and, and this, uh, yeah, I mean, I think my initial response when I heard was, you know what, fuck him. Then, <laughs> if he's not going to St. Louis, all right, fuck him. He's dead, he's dead. Uh, he and he's to going come. to the Dodgers. He was supposed people, to come like, home. He was supposed to, this was it. He was going to come home. And I know it wasn't an intelligent decision for anyone, but it would have been a, a fun and interesting. And uh, yeah, I, I would have enjoyed it. So fuck him. He had a, he had a chance to take a, a career that that not many people get to and go out on top, and this is just a, a poor decision of just fizzing out, selling out. Just I mean, look, he's going to play. He's going to play more with the Dodgers. He's definitely going to get more PT than he would have with St. Louis. He's going to have a chance to get closer to his milestone. If we go DH in 2022, there's a chance the Cardinals could sign him to play the DH. I get it from what, a baseball when he's perspective. 53? Uh-huh. You know that guy's 50, not 41. No, no, he's exactly. not 41. Thank you. He's not 41. But it'll still, they bring him back for a, one more round and you get him to 700. That'd be the reason, right? You get him, you bring him in, you play him, you get him to 700, you send him off. Um, I think it'll happen. We love Albert on the show. No, we do. So, I love Albert Pujols. No, no, fuck him right no, now. Yeah, no, fuck him. no, no. Uh, all right. Final nope, topic nope. of the day. It's really two topics, and we've got uh, six minutes and 43 seconds to cover them. First one, and this is just a question. Does Tim Tebow, I want everybody's opinion on this, does Tim Tebow catch a pass in the NFL? In a, just in a, a real game. Just in yes a real, or no, right? That's in it. A real no game. Yes, oh, you no, can make comments. You can absolutely make a comment. I think, I, no, no. I, I want to see what the answers are first. I like that. Then, then yeah. we can, yeah. What do you, what do you, sorry, Mike, just yes or no? no. I would, I would, I'm just gonna all into one. Yes, he'll catch one. He will catch a pass in the NFL. He will get immediately hurt. And his jersey <laughs> will be retired. And he'll think he's kneeling and doing this when in fact he has a concussion and he's pulled a hamstring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and statues <laughs> That's how everywhere. I'm, statues. Yeah. <laughs> For all of our millions of listeners uh, at home that aren't necessarily going to be watching the video. No, no. Those are just the people watching. We have millions oh, more oh, listening. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, in syndication. Yeah. Right. In, yes. In syndication. And I love those syndication checks. Um, no. They're going to you? That's Wait, weird. you get checks? God damn it, Michael. <laughs> Why is syndication going me. just to Josh? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wow. See, I was honest, you know, Mike, when I told you I wasn't getting any checks. Now you know why. They're all going to Josh. It actually costs more to, to cash those type of checks than it <laughs> than it's on the check itself. And they're, and they're so big. Why are they so big? I don't get that. So much paper <laughs> wasted on these checks. It's for the fans. So Josh, right, is it gonna, it's, for the fans. it's for the fans. It's for the fans. The checks Saturdays for the boys. Dollars. Checks are for the fans. I'm in debt. I've been buying big checks, guys. It's not good. <laughs> it's the new thing. <laughs> so is he going to catch a pass, Josh? No, no, no. That was my was no, no, no. He's no. not. All right, Chris. No, 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 not a not a chance in hell. Unless he already has as like a quarterback on a fake, he's never going to catch a pass in the NFL. No future, no, future. He probably did catch one on a pass, and I'm sure he, he ran might the ball have. many times. Uh, I'm going to say short answer, yes. I think he catches one. Mm. I think unbelievably somehow, and I think it's more of a gift. I think it's more – I don't know that he earns a spot on this 53-man roster, but I think he gets one. I think Urban Meyer keeps him on as a leader of men. Uh, I think Shad Khan says more people will tune in if we've got the local Florida guy taking the field occasionally for a pass or two. 
do I think Tim Tebow could block? Sure. Do I think Tim Tebow could catch? Sure. Do I think he could probably still move a little bit? Sure. So I think, yeah, I think uh, he'll go, he'll make it because of his IQ, his football IQ, and he'll catch a pass. Now, I think okay, he'll catch one, nine one, passes. One, cav- on the one, year. one caveat it. of this can we go around the horn real quick and say, will yeah. they run uh, the Eagles' uh, Nick Foles play? What's the neat? What's the Eagles' Nick Foles play? Oh, come on, Philly Pitch- special. Yeah, the Philly special. What's the Philly special? Um, Somebody give it to me. It's uh, you- like it's a reverse handoff. Quarterback runs out in the flat down the field end zone touchdown. So it'd be a as handoff a to Tebow as a tight end, and instead of running, he would throw it in the end zone. I got gotcha. you. Uh, I just realized what I should have put as my witty. Oh no, I, I did do it. It's right here. Rebuilding his catching <laughs> I, I still, I still think it's crazy that, that I have like a decidedly better throwing motion than a guy who won an NFL playoff game as a starting quarterback. Uh, I, I just love that he got drafted, and they said we're we're going to start from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> That's always where you want to start with the first round quarterback. <laughs> uh, I mean, he made it as a, he made it to the NFL without being a, an NFL quarterback. Why can't he make it to the NFL without being an NFL tight end? He Can made it think- to the MLB without being. He didn't make it to MLB big. though. In my mind, let's fast forward a couple of years. What's the next sport he's going to get in as he grows older? I'm guessing Olympic curling or I thought like, curling. Uh, a lower minor league NASCAR, like in those weird cars with the hoods that are on the top. Well, that, uh, that could be too easy for him. Yeah. It's- <laughs> They'd start him from scratch there, too. Has he ever driven? No, he hasn't. No, but his hasn't. racing IQ is He's going to go charts. race like go race like 12 and 13-year-old kids in go-karts. He's a leader of men. It's a clutch. He's a leader of men, and that's gotta, what you need on a racetrack. you got to rebuild his clutching motion. Yes. We're rebuilding his driving motion as we speak. If he clutches All like right. he throws, we're in big trouble. <sighs> All right, final topic, uh, and this one's near and dear to a couple people on the call anyway. Um, Tony La Russa. Oh, boy. Sucks. Need I, need I say? Okay, so we have a sucks, all right? So Old one fart. Old fart sucks, okay? Mike Smith, he's your current manager, and I want you to be honest. Don't feel pressure from these jerks to say mean things. Honestly, how do you feel about your manager being okay with his own person throwing that? I'm I'm not okay with it. I I didn't like the the pick of him from the start of the season with how young uh, the team was and who all the choices they could have made to bring him back out of retirement. He had his time in the spotlight. He did unbelievable things with St. Louis. He you know managed the Sox when he first got in the league. It was the perfect way out to bring him back and to to see him multiple times. Once again, we're six and a half weeks into the season. He didn't know the extra inning rule. I think we talked about that last week. He's made some uh, terrible pitching decisions, keeping people too long where they said, I'm tired, take me out. Here's another example of, uh, you know, not adapting or, or knowing what's going on. I mean, here's the thing. You're, you're, you're up, what was it, 15 to, to 3 at the, the time. You've put in a Seems position funny, player that – how does a position player in the major league throw 47, first of all? Like, I think even one of us could go up and at least break 50. That was impressive. Yeah. I think it was intentional. But the 47 was trying to keep it him has off balance. To be. That was his off-speed just, pitch. There's just so many things I wish we could talk about uh, on that, you know, with uh, the unwritten rules of baseball. I know the topic's Tony La Russa. Uh, but, no, but that's uh, part of it. It's part of it. I mean, it, tee off. I mean, if you don't want a, someone to hit a home run, put in someone who can pitch. Or <laughs> you're right. My name is Chris. I don't. I just. I'm. I'm not enjoying this. I really think you know. You have Tim Anderson stepping up and doing a better uh, way of, of of leading this team. It's just. I just think we're going to see more of this happen well, so throughout the year. What is your What is your current ranking in the standings right now in the AL Central? Uh, I believe it is first. Oh, so let me just give you a little background on Tony La Russa from a Cardinals fan's perspective. Oh, that guy. Go. That guy in St. Louis. Yeah, this is. I just find this super ironic. During the 2000 to 2010, when he was the manager of the Cardinals, they were the winningest franchise in all of baseball. Okay, if you include 2011, they went on to then win a World Series, so they won two World Series during that stretch. And Tony La Russa was never, at any point in time during his entire tenure in St. Louis, a popular manager. 
Think about that. Because he's a douchebag. He may be, but you know what he does? That's why this topic, likes versus wins. You pick them. Do you want to like your manager or do you want to win ballgames? Now, granted, the White Sox are a very good team. Tony Roos is 76 years old. He's probably at the point where maybe he shouldn't be managing anymore. Like he's probably getting pretty dead gum close. He probably shouldn't be driving. He probably shouldn't do a lot of things. Well, he shouldn't be uh, driving because he's drunk when he drives. That's, he yes. passes yeah, out yeah, in I the knew. middle of an intersection. Yeah. I mean, get the guy a rascal. That'll make things interesting. <laughs> is, you know, that would solve down everything. The dugout, come up to the plate, try to kick dirt out of that thing. <laughs> have someone tip it over. That's exciting baseball. That's baseball right there. That- that is, that is. But I will say, look, I, I think that ninety <sighs> percent of what Tony La Russa does is intentional, and minus the DUI. Most things he does that drive fans crazy, he does on purpose. I know. I said he he openly acknowledged that he didn't know that rule. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that seventy five percent of other managers also didn't know that rule at that time. They don't have to say it, and if they had done the same mistake, they may not have owned up to it. But Tony La Russa is the kind of guy that's like, yeah, I didn't know that rule. And he's not doing it to be the bigger person. He when he does stuff like that, just like the other night with the fifteen to four thing. And to be fair, again, what shows up in the media is Tony La Russa saying that the player is breaking the unwritten rules of baseball by hitting the home run. What he actually was mad about was that the guy was given a take sign on three and zero, and he swung and hit a home run. So he's mad that a guy is ignoring a sign, regardless of what the score is, regardless of whatever. And so that's why he puts the guy on blast. Personally, it drove me crazy as a fan. But every day what I saw on the field was a guy that literally got the best and the most out of every single person that took the field. And if you're okay with dealing with that crap, there's a good chance you'll win a lot of games with Tony LaRusso as your manager because the guy knows how to manage a baseball game, and he knows how to keep the spotlight shining on him and less on his players so they can focus on doing what they do, which is go out and play. It may backfire. We may be in a time when it won't work. It, he, he has so many you, – you go find his ex-players. Many of ex, his ex-players hated him when they played for him. Some of them still do. But some of them, like a guy like Jimmy Edmonds, loves Tony LaRusso. Let's not use Jim Edmonds as a good example of another Who human won two being. World Series? <laughs> I don't care. He's a talk and about nine gold gloves. Well, my, Myers, I think everything that you said could very well be true, but the main thing that I took away was in this day and age, which, like, to your point, they're in first place right now. So I guess we can't really argue too much. But in the long run with the whole season and, you know, the fact that every other sport is putting – that's doing better than baseball – they do that. They do well because they put more spotlight on the players. So, I mean, I, I I'm sure it came yeah. down to a conversation with ownership, and that this is probably what ownership exactly what they wanted. Um, but is it going to work in the long run? We will see. Uh, the biggest issue with baseball has got nothing to do with Tony Russa. It's got to do with guys hitting home or striking out and walking. In my opinion, you got to yeah. get away from that. Well, hear me out on this. What if we change it so if you're, you know. Uh, should there be a 10 run rule? No, I don't think so. If you're losing that bad, you put in a position CC player. Sabathia. Oh my God. Go ahead. You put, well, you put in a, a, a position player and you get a home run hit off of them, uh, off of a three Oh count. Maybe the new unwritten law rule is, uh, the next inning, uh, whoever's up at bat, you pick it. Uh, that player who hit the home run has to pitch to him. Would that make things exciting? <laughs> I mean, let's make some crazy ass rules in there. If let's really shake on, things up. Let's yeah, shake things up. On second let's base and extra inning. I mean, up. this is right in line with that. That would require you to write that down. <laughs> Wait, unwritten. you guys aren't taking notes? Unwritten. It's unwritten. So it can't stupid. be written. You can't. An write unwritten anything. rule is you're not taking three zero when you're up. 11 you're just you're trying to get swing get your bat over go yeah that's no, my unwritten I, rule yeah why was he given a take sign yeah that's what i don't know why why are you giving why are you giving somebody a take sign and and i heard an interesting comment from an announcer yesterday who said look even the pitcher doesn't want to have that guy is not out there because he wants to throw more pitches he's trying to get this thing over with he's like swing yeah. If you hit a home run off of me, right. you hit a home run off of me. I, I'm a position player pitching. Nobody's going to crucify me. So I'm just throwing well, this plus, thing on the plate. You really taking 3 0? That's almost douchier. Taking 3 0 is almost douchier. I, that's what I, I don't, think. I don't know the, the Yerminator background, but I thought I read that he also was, um, he, he goes way back with uh, what's his nuts that was pitching. Like they're like, 
way back to like youth baseball or something. So it's, it's another one of those where you've seen it, where these guys pitching against their buddies, they're just serving shit up. Try let it, you know, go ahead, dude. We're, we're done. You know, I mean, I read that, I read that he berates old people like to their faces. And I think Tony's just going to get some of that stuff in line. Right. He's just like, I got to get this guy squared away now because he's going to abuse a 90 year old woman at some point. It's going to get caught on tape and he's going to get suspended. So I just got to, I got to nip it in the bud. Guys, uh, thank you for joining on such a late, late night. Oh, somebody sent something to the private chat one minute, an hour ago. No. Oh, one minute. Look at you. Nice work. I got a guy helping out over here. Uh, I appreciate you guys joining. Uh, you're awesome. Uh, schedules are tough. But uh, I, I want to thank you for joining the late night edition of Uniform Exchange. May it always be three hours from wake-up time when you look at your clock in the middle of the night. And may your butter always be soft and spreadable. I'll see you guys in a week. There it is. Bye.